And do you I don't s- know what it is about me. Do you smoke sativas or indicas or do you even care about that? I don't care about that because it doesn't. It all affects me the same way. I think it's a wreck. Interesting. I don't I think that. it's real. <laughs> there's a difference. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> oh, girl, I'll show you some. I'll I'll let you listen to some episodes where I was slipped a fucking indica, and you'll see a difference. Oh my god. <laughs> Tony and I's Indica episodes are like derailment at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello. And directly from her live pre-recorded drag show Bible study, we have Bible Girl. Hi, Bible Girl. Shalom, Tony Soto. Hi, Max. How you guys doing? Welcome back to the welcome back to the show, Bible Girl. Always a pleasure to co-host. Thank you. Welcome to our new format. You know, you know, you are the most one of the most requested. Besides Meatball, you are one of the most requested people to come on the Tony Soto Show as guest co-host. So really, that's cool. Thanks. Listen, the internet is very dumb, Bible girl. It's just Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we're here. Yeah, as well. You know, if the shoe fits, so am I. Right. All of us have definitely benefited from how dumb the internet is, I'm sure, in one way or another. It's so oh, yeah, tr- good lean-in, for sure. It's so true. So we were just talking before we started recording that, uh, Bible Girl, you're into the frothy coffee. You like to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with oat milk, exclusively. With oat, does, that se- does that separate yes. like meat milk? Because I prefer meat milk in my coffee because... Uh, uh, the other kind of like like what is it almond almond or... almond like literally disintegrates it's not that lovely of yeah. like a thing but, but i'm white uh, trash i like my coffee sweet and i don't think you can do that with your frothy milk or your frothy well, coffee it's like i mean oat milk by nature is a little sweeter so like there's kind of like that kick to it if you get like the extra creamy vanilla kind which like i don't have in the house and i actually just killed this original flavor i'm sure you could do some damage but this will suffice it looks like a beer <laughs> I definitely team extra creamy oat milk myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Bible Planet girl, oat. you I love oatly. You just uh, you just premiered your first drag show on Drag Queen merch on four twenty. Congratulations! Thank you, I thank you. It. it was oh, so good. Thanks, Max, and thanks for being a part of it, Tony. Oh my god, uh, thank Tony you. was the the advert space, which we are very happy to have. Yeah, Maxwell got a shout out on that too because I say his name on that's a commercial. Right. So congratulations! Oh my gosh, that's so gorgeous. I love shout outs. So what yeah, you- it was my first digitally produced drag show, uh, and then in general, like especially in the wake of obviously what we're dealing with, but it was fun. Uh, it was we Chris and I, my partner, my boyfriend, we started talking about it. I guess like a month ago when all this started. Uh, just taking note from Bitch Puddin, who I feel like really put the maximization of digital drag shows on the map before anyone else did, and did it in a coherent sense uh, with Meg, who's her roommate on deck as well. They're both just really smart, business-savvy people who understand branding, and um, I feel like we are all kind of cut from the same cloth in that regard. And I said, well, you know, they had me do that, and that was my first digital drag show, and it made sense, and I feel like, Something that we as a website at Drag Queen Merch can do is uplift 
the local talent that we represent as clientele, uh, which has always been the mission statement. But I think even more so now than ever, especially since like the public gatherings aren't a thing, uh, this is a concept that would really be well suited for our business. Uh, less about the optics for us and benefiting us, but more so about benefiting everyone who's been a part of it since whenever they've been a part of it because without them it's a non-factor you know so it was, it's just kind of what we can do to give back it was a great show a and Thank we you. got to see uh, a bible girl hostess which i don't yes. think that we get to see near enough and no uh, oh, thank you thanks um hosting hosting is funny for me i like it wasn't a it wasn't like what i thought i would really enjoy the most with drag and then after kind of getting my training wheels on it, I had a lot of fun with it and understanding it. Uh, last week, I actually just hosted uh, that other digital drag show on my Instagram Live, Wallbreaker, which I started four years ago after the 2016 election with a couple of friends in Brooklyn. And that's where I started getting my regular hosting footing, where every month we'd have a, a gathering at a bar, uh, Macri Park in Williamsburg. And Every month we'd be raising uh, money for a local charity or group organization for marginalized groups or thing or people who are affected just by anything sociopolitically going on. So that's really where I got to uh, play with it and wax poetic and understand where you can go with it. And so that's just kind of where I got to reach back into between last week's Instagram Live and then that hosting reel. So it's been it's been a fun creative process doing all of this too, which is nice. Did you have? Do you? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you're an internet queen. Do you see yourself doing this more in the future then when we're allowed to go back outside? Like, do you find, will see yourself maybe staying more online? Because I think more... there's, I, I, I would ideally, yes, because I think there's a lot, I, I think it's an ironic lack of restriction we get with being able to do digital drag. You can kind of stage things differently that you wouldn't have access to at a venue otherwise necessarily, whether it's a production angle or a prop angle or whatever wardrobe that you don't want to mess up at a venue. So little things like that, right? Um, I think something that we're up against that I mean, I've been facing on the day to day online before the outbreak and, you know, I'm still dealing with is the, the problem with social media engagement. I think what's going to be an issue with prolonging the concept of digital drag entertainment is being able to somehow find a way where we can create, we're going to have to somehow forge our own visibility because at this current moment with everyone in lockdown, I think there's just an oversaturation of everyone being online. So it's, it's this actual like feeling that I can equate to physically feeling where it's like such a heavy weight of suffocation that it feels like no matter what I'm doing or producing, albeit having a great time while doing it, it's not, getting to where I know it once would have. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of discouraging. Well, I feel at this point, people still think there's a way out. I feel, I feel like that at this point, yeah. people, people still think that like, uh, we'll be out in a, a public again, uh, sooner rather than later. And I, 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 don't, I, don't think. I don't know how true <laughs> that is. And honestly, I'm, I'm actually impressed that, uh, that drag has found a life after, uh, like, like outside yeah. of the bar. And, and, you know, yeah. uh, when we, when we introduce our guest, I'm interested to talk to her because I don't necessarily think that is translating so much with comedy and stand up as it is with, uh, with drag. But, but we'll get For to sure. that. But Maxwell, how are you, Maxwell? Maxwell. I am so good. I am just living my best life. Uh, <coughs> um, Taco Bay has basically moved in. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm sitting on his bed right now. We moved his bed in. We have a storage unit. I'm not moving anything else. I'm done. 
Oh, oh, God. is she done? Is she done? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Moving was moving was so fun. What? Moving what? was so fun, and I'm so done. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I mean, done moving. Because I'm assuming so this bad. isn't. I'm, I'm assuming that you couldn't get movers at this time. Are, are movers still <laughs> essential? Because I would never so, move unless they were. We did unfortunately have to like break our isolation to do such thing. Um, yeah. We ended up uh, finding. Um, some local uh, undocumented people and gave them a job and uh, some money to help them since a lot of them are out of work and don't have a way to file for unemployment. So we um, called a friend of a friend (coughs) that was referred to us and we had them help and they were really great. They helped us load up a truck that we borrowed. So I drove stick shift. I I know how to drive stick shift. So... Like you just learned, or you've already always known? No, I've always known. My yeah, dad taught me. It's like, a Midwestern <laughs> thing. You have to know how to drive a stick if you live in the Midwest. I'm sorry. Like, um, I guess that's just, too yeah, many road is. trips uh, with too many douchebags that drive trucks. So, uh, <laughs> like, no, I didn't do that. I fucked a lot just, of douchebags in Illinois, so that's how I learned how to drive a stick. <laughs> gotcha. My dad just wanted me to be more of a man than he knew I was going to end up to be. So he like really forced some things, and a few of them stuck. I could change oil. Yeah, I know how to change a tire. And you still only paint three fingernails when you paint your fingernails because of the trauma. So yeah. uh, I hate what your father did to you. I hate my dad, my dad told me that he, um, when I wanted to paint my nails growing up, he told me that if I painted all of my fingernails, people would think I was gay. So if I only painted a few of them, people wouldn't think I was gay. And oh, even at 10 years God. old, I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But... Um, I still do it because I just think it's kind of funny. It's not necessarily trauma, Tony, but I just remember being oh, like, it's trauma. Think, oh, it's trauma. Oh, it's trauma. No, 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 no. That's a oh. scar. That's a scar. You, listen, you've owned it, which I appreciate, as we should. I mean, I could paint all of my fingernails. I just think it's kind of funny not because, you know, maybe people will think I'm gay if all my fingernails are painted. Yeah, you know that's going to be your on-air diagnosis with Dr. Soto. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be the thing that makes <laughs> us think you're gay, too, is three fingernails. Uh, a full a full set of fingernails painted. Exactly. Well, that's what was so funny to me as a ten year old. I was like, Dad, if I have one fucking fingernail painted, people are gonna think I'm gay. Like it doesn't matter. That. Yeah. Well, Thank ladies, you know. I'm happy belated for twenty. Um, yeah. Uh, How was yours? You know, I listen. I'm always the weed guy, so mm-hmm. like not being the weed guy for once <laughs> was actually kind of brilliant. Like, I smoked my own pot uh, at my own time, um, and then I rubbed it in people's faces on Zoom. I was like, "Look at all the pot! I have so much weed right now." Uh, I love that for you. Shout out to California Street Cannabis Company and SF who has uh, brought me on to do weed reviews. Um, uh, I have a lot of weed right now, and I'm feeling very good about myself. Um, Ooh, I love that. Yeah, uh, PR girl. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. I, I said it was hard to. I mean, it's hard to say happy 420 when every day in isolation is 420. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, this is the first time it hasn't felt like a holiday because, like, I habitually smoke weed every day, all day, anyway. So it's yeah. like, like before 420 to me was ooh, go to dispensaries that I don't know, uh, get, cash mm-hmm. into some good deals. But actually, guys, right now I have no identification all of it is expired so i couldn't go to a head shop even if i wanted to no way yeah bitch i fucking dragged my feet my driver's license has expired for two years and i thought i had my passport until the end of this year and i was wrong so you should, no, go, to the, 
Tony, you should go to the DMV now. No one's there. It's closed. DMV is closed. DMV is, is it? yeah, it closed about uh, four weeks ago. So. Well, I, got, I got my driver's license done five weeks ago, and there was no one there. And it, I was in and out in Smart. under an hour. I don't know why you got to brag to fight. I don't know why you want to fight. Here, let's, let's, bring our, let's bring on our fucking fabulous guest before we start fighting, uh, Maxwell. Yes. Um, Ew, absolutely not. I am thrilled about our uh, guest today. Uh, she actually judged the final learn the words bitch that we did before we had to go into isolation. Um, she is from the hit Netflix show Nailed It. She was also a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. I believe it was All Stars. Um, she's an amazing stand-up. Give it up for Nicole Byer, everyone. Nicole. Yay. Hello. Nicole oh Byer. Oh my I god. And, and and of hi. course she has uh, her hi, podcast. Hi, hi. She has her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Like she so many things. I'm sorry I didn't get your whole uh uh resume in, but welcome to the show. She's oh, a it's star. Fun. Who cares about credits? I'm happy <laughs> to be here. I know. It, yeah, you were actually the sim- simplest intro I learned the words too, because usually if you're a comic, you give me a whole list of things and you're like, just say I'm nice. And I was like, she's nice. <laughs> I feel like if you need a whole list of your shit, like you're a little insecure. Because like I remember the stuff I did. I don't. People will find if they want to find it. Yeah, you can you know? Google me. Absolutely, my name is easy to spell. Nicole, welcome. <laughs> how are you dealing uh, with your isolation, Queen? Tell us how you're handling it. I wake up every day at around one. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us this early. Yeah, this is really early for me. It's, uh, what is it, noon? Yeah, I'd like you to know that Nicole set her alarm for this show, so thank you, Nicole. I <laughs> did! And I saw your email earlier. I think it was at like nine, and I was like, "Oh, why bitch, is he awake?" Bitch, I have been wringing my hands since nine. Okay, <laughs> like, I'm it's so wild. I'm, I'm like <laughs> up at five thirty every morning, and I and I emailed you at like nine something because I was like, well, "Don't do it right at five. You're gonna look like a crazy person." But then I'm definitely that person during isolation that if I don't get a response, I start wringing my hands. I'm like, "What are they doing? What are they doing?" I'm not the only one who's awake right now. <laughs> Sleeping. That's what I was doing. Good for you, though. Uh, Do you find yourself drinking more? What? Do you find yourself drinking more? Oh, yeah. I drink, like, two bottles of wine a night. It's awful. (laughs) Wow. Wait, are you you doing doing isolation alone? Do you have, like, a... Okay. Um, my roommate's here and his boyfriend. Oh, oh that's something that in itself, right? Oh, it feels so good to know that they can fuck all the time. And when we go back to the normal world, I don't know if I can fuck somebody without taking their temperature first. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, my God. That's interesting because I was just thinking about this because I'm pent up as fuck. And I've been talking about it a little too much. But, like, I still think as soon as it's all said and done, I'm going to have to, like, get... I'm going to have to interview you before we yes. exchange anything. Yeah. You're going to be yes. your friends. It's going to be really awful. You're going to have to like get to know people, like actually get to know people. I know. And then like, t- like I guess take temperatures and be like, do you have a cough? Is that a smoker's cough? What kind of cough is that? <laughs> I guess well, I think about that. Wow. Well, it feeds into the, the greater question of, like, how do you just flip the switch and how does normal life just once again resume to, you know, it's like, how do you just walk outside and you're like, okay, 
I keep saying it's not going to be like recess. Like the bell's no. not going to ring and we're not going to run outside and be like, no. Yay, the bell! Yeah, no. I don't even know what normal's going to be. I, I think it's like probably slowly opening things up. Like restaurants will probably have like caps for people. I'm never going to a movie theater again. <laughs> Ever. Uh, Ever. There's, there's no way we're even going to be allowed to go to movies till next year. So many no, people well, cough. No, in Atlanta, they're opening up movie theaters later this month. I think April 26th, they're opening movie theaters back up. Yeah, and sure. Georgia is well, opening them up on Friday of this week. So, uh, wait, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, fr- no, I think Georgia is Friday of this week because it's, it's fucking nuts. It's like, it's well, so insane. I guess I just mean we, the people that live in a state run by intelligent people. <laughs> yeah, we're right. But I mean, it's like, we'll stay locked down. Other parts of the country are going to open up. They're going to come over here because we're a cool state to visit. And they're going to bring it. Like, it's just, it's so stupid. Yeah. We have well, the, the dumbest people in charge. The travel thing is just so ass backwards, too. I mean, with the, I guess, is ban the right word that was proposed or discussed today? The immigrant ban. The immigration ban. Was that Tony? I lost that. The immigration ban. We're, we're banning yes, immigrants yes. from our yeah, country because they're the problem. Yeah. And it's like, but you're doing it to protect the jobs. It's just, it's like, it's the weird waffling back. It's just so, like, rhetorical at that point where it's just, like, dog whistling and, like, not actually taking action to take care of everybody uh, well, it's just and, confusing yeah 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 well it's misinformation and it's all just meant to keep distracting with new shiny object and it's just accumulating and now they can't even keep up so there's it's just perpetual backtracking on top of that and at Truly, this point if you have any... if you ever watch a press conference of that man he literally cannot answer a question he hasn't, I turned him on. He hasn't for four years he hasn't for four years you know he's it's, not answered a question in four years and here's the thing about like um I, i'm a firm believer in I, I root for the earth and i think this is a way of earth saying i'm tired of so many humans so i'm cool with the death of the stupid people you know but, mm-hmm. I, but i'm sitting here as a smart person fearing for my fucking life and it, well yeah the, the virus doesn't see intelligence unfortunately it but. doesn't but i probably eat or, or i probably shop at the same place where there's plenty of stupid people but listen yeah, let's, totally. let's take a break let's take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk all about nicole and things and shit and it's going to be a good time so we'll be right back hell yeah yay things and shit hey everybody do you want more tony soto i completely understand if you want more of me tune into the gay power half hour available on itunes hosted by me tony soto and my good judy casey live it's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss check us out on itunes the gay power half hour All right, we are back with the show. We have Nicole Byer here, Bible Girl, Maxwell, of course. Now, Nicole, we were talking about in the first... Uh, uh, who's who's breathing so hard? <laughs> um, was that you, Bible Girl? Uh, well, we, no. were t- we, were, we were talking about, um, uh, uh, in the other segment, about digital drag and how drag has kind of... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say seamlessly, but kind of seamlessly. It was moved very seamless. To it was the day after quarantine, I feel like Bitch Put in was like, shows, yep. here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So resiliently yeah. bounced back. Yeah, yeah it but, was quick. But I have, and, and this is completely my personal opinion, but I don't think that that's necessarily translating back with stand up. What do you think about that, Nicole? 
I have not attended a digital stand-up show. I've been asked to do them. I have said no because <laughs> the thought of standing in my living room telling jokes to silence and then being like, that's my time, seems so sad. Because for me, the point of stand-up is... Uh, a conversation, a one-sided mm-hmm. conversation with an audience where you are taking, you're like vibing off the crowd. If yeah. there's no crowd to vibe off of, how the fuck can you tell a joke? I think yeah. drag is different because you can make a video or you don't necessarily need a crowd. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, some some acts do, some acts don't. But like I just, for me, I can't, I don't think I can do digital stand-up. I think it's, it's and, wild. And it's I'll like tell you, like a stand-up special has an audience. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you gonna... um, that uh, everyone is becoming a prop comic now too, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> makes me want to cut my wrist the right way because I'm just like, listen, <laughs> we get it. Y'all have light switches, and we know how they work. You don't have to show us. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Have you found yourself breaking out into the digital? Well, you already have your podcast, but have you done anything like for at-home quarantine digital comedy? Um, no, she just said that she didn't. Not really. <laughs> I mean, t- me and my roommate did a lip sync the other night or a couple weeks ago. I That's did see that. It. That was really good, actually. Thank you. I really liked that. Yeah. Do you feel Thank like do you, you feel like there's more pressure to stay rele- uh, relevant on like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and shit like that? Um. No. <laughs> I love you, bitch. You're like, you're like you know what? <laughs> good answer. No, I think when people like you, they'll. They'll hang around and wait for the next thing to happen. Sure, sure. No, I, I listen, and I, and I actually admire that kind of confidence because I'm, I don't think I share that confidence personally. I, I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like constantly, and I'm forty, so the last thing I want to think about is social media. But I'm sitting here thinking constantly. Well, I guess I should maybe take another shirtless picture or you know, some, <laughs> some. Well, join TikTok. Preach. Yeah. What were you going to say? I do love TikTok. TikTok is so funny. Everyone on Oh, it. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I watch it. Do, oh, I watch it for hours. A, are you on TikTok? Should I follow you on TikTok? No, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> no. No, no Nicole- I, don't ha- I don't have time to make videos. I'm too busy sleeping and drinking wine. <laughs> Nicole, that you... That seems like what people do. Nicole, you're, from, <laughs> you're, a, you're a Jersey girl. Um, yes, I am. Uh, from birth, but then you lived in New York. How many years did you live in New York? I lived in New York for eight years. Do you have friends and family over there still? How are they dealing with everything going yeah, on? Yeah, I moment? have like two of my very best friends are still in New York. Uh, they're doing okay. Uh, one of my friends was sick, had corona. Actually, like three of my friends had corona, oh but they've God. all recovered. They're all fine. Um, yeah, I think everyone's just like kind of dealing. Yeah. We like FaceTime once a week. It's, yeah. I mean, that's been nice FaceTiming with people. But then like sometimes people FaceTime you out of the blue and you're like, this is an attack. Maxwell. Maxwell is that fucking guy. And I will tell I, you, <laughs> I have said that too. How dare you? First of all, you don't know what position I am in in my home to think yes. you can just call. And that's like literally opening up my door and being like, hey. You know, how yes, dare you? I agree. Text me first. <laughs> what do you mean? Very that. I like a text before. Yes. So what? You could say no. I could just call you and find out. No. You so I cannot answer at all. <laughs> but if you text me first, then I'm like, oh, yes, call me. Or I could be like, call me in a little bit. 
Yeah. Put on a face. I don't know. So I just enjoy rejection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's thrilling. It makes you feel alive. I don't yeah. even have a voicemail box set up. I refuse. Like, if well, you, you can't. Need- have- if you need me that bad, you'll text me first, and if you don't have my number, you'll email me, and then we'll figure it out. Exactly. From there. <laughs> you can't exactly. leave a voicemail on FaceTime. It's fine. Well, listen. <laughs> um, so, how long have you been in Los Angeles? I've been here for I think seven years. Okay. All right. That's Six a long seven time. Seven years. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you've, you've done a lot of work. Like, what's your favorite thing you've done since moving out here? Oh boy. Because you've done mm. like a lot of voiceover work. I saw you did The Simpsons, which is kind of iconic. That is. Did it was so much fun. The Simpsons was fucking cool. I got that job from a podcast. Real work. Yeah, like one of the producers on the show was Send listening. Them this episode. <laughs> I'll tell him to listen. But uh, yeah, I got there and he was like, "Yeah, I just heard you on a podcast and I liked your voice." And I was like, "Oh." This is great. I fucking love this. No, that's absolutely. Because so you've also yeah, done Bob's Burgers. You've also done Bob's Burgers. Um, yes. You've done BoJack. So yes. do you like voiceover? Like, would that be something you would want to just transition into? I fucking love voiceover because you can look like shit. You don't, you don't have to wear makeup. You just show up and you start talking. And then they're like, that's so funny. You talking is funny. <laughs> and it's, it's like the easiest way of self-gratifying yourself. Like, it feels totally. so good. I love it. Um, um, yeah, I would love to do more animation. It's so much fun. It does take a long time, though. So you'll record, oh, sure. and then they have to animate it. And then like a year and a half later, it comes out. Wow. <laughs> wow well so our kids the people who listen to this show love uh drag race and you were a judge on all stars of yes so how was that was that like a bucket list thing for you yes i fucking love drag race um you know what what season was it again it was all stars season three of all stars well there's five of them. oh that's right so I, just, I, I needed a little clarity. <laughs> they all blend together for me at this point <laughs> you're welcome um what did you take from that experience nicole um what did i take from it because it's a long that, day it's a long day right it's a yeah, very a long, long day um, I did Snatch Game, so I got to watch the wow. Snatch Game uninterrupted, and let me wow. just tell you, it's like an hour, and it's funny, and <laughs> you can edit people to be better than they are, worse than they are, uh, it's really, it's very interesting to see what, uh, like, editors can do to people. Seeing how the sausage is made. Yes, oh. that was, like, so cool. I'm and so then, jealous. Like, meeting Rue was, like, meeting, not, like, God, but, like, I don't, I've watched Drag Race from episode one on Logo on my Dell computer and just like seeing her after all these years of like loving her. I was like, this is wonderful. Also, she's funnier than what gets aired. Like she's raunchier. She's funnier. She's great. And seeing her in like that element is so different than like seeing her on the street or like paying for a meet and greet at DragCon. Like you are like seeing her. Well, you also got to see him in both entities. Like he's a boy when he does the game, and then you are a judge, right? Mm -hmm. So then you then you get to see the beast. Like the the beast is what I'm more interested in seeing because I want to get close, you know. Did you find yourself but, leaning in when you were talking to her? Because I think that would be me. I'd be like, I want to clock something, you know? No, I just, it's, she honestly, like, RuPaul is stunning and then funny and, like, has this aura that, like, 
wave <coughs> off of her and you just kind of want to like sit in her aura and then michelle is so kind and so nice it's honestly it was a very positive experience i had a great time i love that i love see i love, I love to hear that she's raunchy do you think that yeah. might be why she's moving to stars is so she could say whatever the fuck she wants no they're moving to stars because sure. viacom is, is viacom is for, uh desperately viacom is desperately trying to spread the brand to all of their Correct. shit that might not be doing as great as every something else so that's Correct. it's only all stars that's going to be on showtime it's not the sh- yes so um, it's completely it's it's out of her hands. So it's like yeah, their it's, beta test for the network. It's yeah, kind of wild. RuPaul don't own that show no more. So no. Uh, uh, it's not up to him anymore. Um, now let's talk about Nailed It because I love that show because I love to see white people fail. Um, <laughs> um, how did you get? How did you come about Nailed It? How did you? How did you land that queen? Um. You just so Again, good. like a cool thing where I didn't have to audition. Uh, I love uh, LA. I think the producers <laughs> yeah. had seen me do a show and called me in for a meeting. And they had like, it's a, like a proposal. Like it was just like a beat sheet of what the show was. And they were like, would you be interested in doing this? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, we have a series order at Netflix. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, we like shot it and we didn't know what the show was. And we shoot each episode for like 10 hours. So like when I finally saw it, I was like, oh, that's the direction they went in. It's like oh, much more that's, kid friendly. That is interesting to me. So basically, you go in there, you do ten hours where they're just being funny and like interacting with these folks. Uh huh. But you were so you were just as surprised when you saw the final product. Yeah, because um, wow. I wasn't a producer on the previous seasons, so I didn't get to sit in the editing bay. Um, so like, yeah, I didn't know what jokes they were gonna pick. I didn't know which line reads they were gonna pick. I didn't know if they were going to leave in all, like, my dick jokes. Uh, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a full sizzle reel of you making dick jokes. I love it. <laughs> I asked for it, and they were like, no, you can't. And I was like, God but damn. why? And they're like, if you post it on social media, like, the people who like the show for what it is might be scandalized. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that sense. sucks. Yeah. And Netflix- <laughs> And Netflix is not a perfect people you want to mess with. Oh, no. absolutely not. I mean, no, not now. No. They're they're literally in charge. It seems like. I mean, uh, first of all, I love you on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I there, you can interact and just uh and and just. I don't think a lot of comics can just interact with people. You know what I mean? Outside of like oh, a yeah. outside of like a a blank audience with a spotlight in their eyes, you know? But like mm-hmm. you're like in there and cracking <laughs> jokes. Did you insult any of these people with your jokes? Did you piss anyone off? One girl did cry. They didn't ah! show that. No. Yes, one girl cried. That's because amazing. They said the color of her frosting looks like baby shit. <laughs> but it's not did. baby shit. I mean, but, if the boot fits. But I wasn't being mean. I was truly in awe. I was like, I was a nanny. And I prefaced it with that. I was like, I was a nanny for four years in New York City. And this frosting is the exact color. And it looks the same texture as baby shit. Like, I was oh. truly, <laughs> oh, like, <don't>. gobstopped. <laughs> and then she got upset and started crying. And then I wear an earpiece. Um, and then the producers were in my ear going, make her stop crying. And I just said, <laughs> how? And they said, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did. I just, I looked at her and I started to cry because that's what I did with the little kids I nannied. I fucking love. That's hilarious. Wow. Um, I mean, that girl needs a serious therapist. If the fact that her frosting by baby, you saying that, like a thing she made and she started crying. Uh, but where, where do these people come? Do they sign up to do this show? Or like, do you have any idea where the, where the contestants come I from? I honestly don't know where people find casting notices for reality shows. Girl, like, I get emails. I get emails Instagram. for them. So like, really? Yeah, I get emails uh, yeah. for fucking game shows and shit all the time. And I kind of hate That's that. That's so wild. And you know why? It was because I did an episode of Million Dollar Matchmaker and that fucked my life over forever. Oh, <laughs> I, I love That's my favorite clip. So Good clip. Good <laughs> I gotta find it. Send it to me. I did. I first of all, I never, I, I didn't <laughs> see it until I think last year, but I did it when I first moved to LA because you're broke and you'll do anything for fucking oh, yeah. money. Um, but the moment I got there, I was just like, oh, I don't like any of these people. And I <laughs> definitely didn't like that woman. And her and I did, did not get on well. So, What's her um, name? Patty? Patty Stanley. Yeah, something I like that. Patty, but yeah. the producers loved me. But that woman did not like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So uh, you, went, you went about what everyone is doing. And you started a podcast. You started Why Won't You Date Me? Tell me why you started Why Won't You Date Me? So my friend John Gabris, who's also a comedian, was like, he had been doing podcasts at that point for like three or four years and was like, you should do a podcast, Nicole. I think you'd be really good at it. And I was like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I just really pushed back. And he was like, well, I think, and I said something about like, my show's not selling out on the road. And he was like, they'll sell out if you start a podcast. People love podcasts. It'll grow your numbers. And I was like, all right, fine. So I started purely just to get people to come out to my shows. And then I started love, like, I really love doing it. It's a fun podcast where I talk about my love life and other people's love lives and shit. And Tony, you're going to be on it. I, I cannot I, wait. I have to, I think the 23rd is when I'm going to ask you to do it. I love anyway, it. I'm, I'm free. <laughs> you're free. Perfect. Um, and then I started doing best friends with Sashir Zameda, which is. Our podcast where we so truly just talk about good. our friendship. But it's so good. It's like, and, 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 that, and, and that's the thing. It, it, it is, but it's just so natural. Like, I, I like to listen because I feel like you're a storyteller and I like to listen to storytellers. You know what I mean? Like, I want, mm-hmm. I want to be, uh, that's why I listen to books on tape. You know, I'm like, I want, <laughs> you want a story. Yeah, I want a story. And, Give you a story. And you have the best voice and, uh, you have a lot of shit to say. Oh, thank you. I think my voice is so annoying. Well, most you're funny though. Most amazing voice people do because I thought I hated mine for the longest time. Um, No, you've got a great voice. Oh, thank you. See, well, I've learned to love it. Um, Now, also, I need to talk. So, Meatball is a regular guest on the Tony Soto show. I love Meatball so much. Yeah, tell us, tell us about your little relationship with Meatball and how that forged. How did I meet Meatball? Oh, I met Meatball uh, when I did Meatball and Dipper had a different podcast that wasn't Sloppy Seconds. Oh, yes. The, yes. One, we, the one that we and... will never mention ever again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I did an episode of that. Meatball was not in drag, but like carrying around a wig. And I was like, I like this little person, <laughs> this round little man. I like him. So then I got his phone number and I was like, that wig you were carrying around, who made it? And he told me who made it. And then I was like, do my podcast. And then uh, he and Dipper did my podcast. And then 
We just like kept texting. And then his boyfriend, Michael, was like, we'll teach you how to ride a motorcycle. So then they start teaching me how to ride a motorcycle. And then they live real, like, real close to me. So, like, I keep threatening to walk over. Do they? And, and scream from the sidewalk. Wait, are we neighbors? Because I don't live far from them at all. Like, I live I in. I live. Oh, maybe. Okay, so I love you leave that. Meatball's house to that very busy street. Yes. And then you make a left. Uh huh. And then make another left. Oh, a, I live up there. Oh, ooh, fab, fantastic! See, I love, I love how uh, inconspicuous we're being. That was um, good. That was good. <laughs> that was great. Let the children know where I live. No, I yeah, don't. I was don't. Like, this could go in many directions. Let's see. <laughs> no, the thing is, is I slip all the time about the restaurant that's across the street from my house, and I have to sometimes take it out of shit because I'm like, okay, people will know where that is. Um, well, listen, let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back. Now, listeners, we do these fucking questions every week for you because we adore you and want to hear from you. So if you'd like your questions, concerns, comments, critiques uh, mentioned on The Tony Soto Show, all you have to do is go to thetonysotoshow.com. And I moved the little thing right at the top. It's right at the top. It's so easy for you. And in this day and age and in this country, we all know you want it easy. Um, <laughs> I'm in, gonna, this, in this economy. In this economy. I hate that commercial so much. <laughs> um, that's, that's what we're supposed to say, right? But economy, think about the economy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Wait, what really... commercial is that? Um, it's, a, it's, a commer- it's like an insurance commercial or something. I don't know. But it's some white woman with her husband. And she's like, you know, I wanted to do that. But in this economy, I don't know. She's the worst. <laughs> she's the worst. Um, okay, so we have... Oh, we have a follow-up uh, from last week. See, this is how I know you're listening, because you heard it last week, and you wanted to follow up. This is from I Need People, and he says, thank you for, they say, thank you for reading my question. I feel like I should say that I listen to you all more than I should. However, you all were right. I have no business moving in with my friends. This is just so fucking hard. Thanks for continuing your stupid show for all of your stupid fans. Now, Nicole, <laughs> wow. this listener last week, uh, was wrote, it last week or two weeks? No, it was last. It was last week, and because uh, I I actually looked back, and uh, they were going to move in with two of their friends because they were both healthy. What mm-hmm. what, what what would you think about that? Would you encourage someone to do that or to not do that? I mean, so it's a person living alone who's going to go like quarantine with two friends. Yes. Yes, that had already also been quarantined and isolated for a while as well. I think if you all understand that involving someone new might be dangerous to your health, mm-hmm. I think as long as you like understand that, I think it's okay. Okay, because well, that was the thing too. Because you know what you hear for me, what you hear all the time now is asymptomatic, 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 yes. and I would hate to have a good Judy move in only to be mm-hmm. asymptomatic, make me all kinds of sick, and then I don't know if I can look at you the same way. You know, that's what I mean. Everyone has to fully understand that somebody could make the other person very ill. Yeah. yeah, you open up a full Pandora's box yeah. at that point. I think you, like Nicole saying, you have to be fully aware of the consequences. And that I think like not everyone, I was just reading an article on, I think it was in the New York Times this morning where like there's issues now where friends started quarantining with each other after they all had decidedly 
said, okay, I'm not sick. I'm it's good. called and quarantining now, now. The way they identify social distancing is different than each other, respectively. So now people are having certain other friends over now that were mm-hmm. So now people are stuck in their rooms. So it gets, it becomes such a slippery slope that it's like, just listen to the doctors and stay by yourself. If you are, it sucks. But like, this is what you have to do. Yeah. They call, they, well, see, the yeah. thing is, in, in this day and age, if you give a name to it, it's cute suddenly. So they call this quarantining now. Um, so because oh, no. because it's got a cute no. name, we're no, all no. rushing to do it. And here and here's what I'm going to say. Um, I feel like... Uh, I'm no blind patriot, so I always have critiques about this bullshit country, and I feel like we're fucking spoiled, and I feel like at this point, we just want to fucking put our heads in the sand just as long as we can go get a goddamn haircut. And at this point, Ah! jump into Zoom, uh, jump into FaceTimes, because you can still socialize. It's just like, yeah, we get it. You're not getting touched by nobody right now, but Mm -hmm. fucking deal with that. Like, this too shall pass. That's such a temporary issue and i'm not saying i'm not i don't even come from like an invalidating place because obviously we all desire human contact we all want to see our friends but it's like it's it's temporary it's a shitty temporary yeah but at the end of the day that's it's a temporary you know you just have Mm -hmm. to do it yeah well i i think i think that it's good that you chose not to do it and i also think that it's good to listen to me because i'm typically always right um (laughs) who's next oh me Andrew writes, I can't get into digital drag shows. The live performances are hardly ever good, and the pre-recorded ones seem like a waste of time. Oh my you god. Always, I know, that's so rude. Nice. You always make jokes that you should have gone into a different line of work. Why aren't you taking advantage of the time? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Well, so Andrew, this person, Andrew needs to send me his resume, to, so I can see what he's doing with his time. I mean, people don't oh have things God. to do, Andrew. Let them pre-record that. That's not a waste of time. They're creating art. Do you even understand what that is? Um, I feel like, A, that you're probably not a fan of drag. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what that <laughs> sounds like to me, like, right off. And um, that's cool. Uh, I, you know, here, here's the thing. I, I, uh, I, I, uh, I don't know how to answer this question because honestly, I, it made me think. Because when I got the question, I tried to think about it. I was like, well, what am I doing? Because this is a good time to do so. I mean, not that I'm going to stop being a drag queen because I love being a drag queen. And when I make yeah, jokes right. about being a drag queen, it's a fucking joke. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that this is a perfect time to do something else. I'm learning how to do the splits. Fucking Maxwell's learning how to do a goddamn pole dance. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nicole, do you think that you I'm, should? Who's teaching you how to do splits? I, I'm I'm doing stretches from the internet right now. Oh. Yeah, because I figure I figure the only thing I don't want to be on a game show to become a famous drag queen. So in my head, I think when I hit the scene again, I'm gonna start doing a drop split, and people are gonna gag and make me famous. <laughs> I love it. I'm also learning how to do a drop split. Really? Ooh. Yes, I can do a f- split. It's just not flat. Uh. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna work on getting it flat, and then I'm gonna work on the drop. I'm gonna yeah. really, oh really get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm also stretching. I'm gonna have a split down too from doing my pole dancing. Okay. Do you have a pole in your house? I do. My boyfriend got me a pole for my birthday. Oh, nice. <laughs> now I feel like everyone's coming for my gig. My by the way, now I feel like everyone's coming for my gig, my split gig. <laughs> I, was... I, I can't split it all if it's any consolation. So. <laughs> 
um, what was it? What was this guy's name? Andrew. Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for um for writing in. However, uh, I've got nothing for you, bro. <laughs> I don't maybe like Andrew. Yeah, maybe it's just not for him. I mean, yeah. What no, we're doing? Nobody's forcing you to watch a digital drag show. And if you actually also him saying that like live drag shows aren't even good means you don't like drag. Yeah. Like, even yeah. Some of like the like uh dustiest performances I live. I love. Someone took yeah. the time to like figure out this weird ass dusty performance. Like yeah. I and, don't know. And, and if you like drag queens, then support them. Venmo them money. You don't have to yeah. watch their shit. And, and yeah, like what we do in venues is create a form of escapism from real life before quarantine. And we're doing yes. that same concept, but on such a, a more global level and then be an all range an all age range kind of spectrum. So now people who are qua or who are like totally overwhelmed with anxieties at least get semi escapism in whatever window of time that may be. So if it's not for you, Andrew, it's not for you. And if I can just yeah. say this, like honestly, uh, because uh I feel like I've recorded uh, a pre-recorded drag number now, which yeah. has helped me learn editing more, which has let me work my green screen. So, like, totally. I feel like I feel like at this point, queens, <laughs> queens, if not if, are, are like if they're not learning new skills to 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 create this stuff, they're meeting the right people to help them do it, so they can better their brand. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what drag is really for, you know. It's community. Yeah. At, at its core, it's all community, yes. right? Yeah, we're mascots. I always say that fucking a drag queen is a mascot. And at this point, yep. we have I to... I say that too. It's so funny. Yeah, we have to be here for the community. Um, and this is... But this is the... This is... I'm assuming you're a drag race fan. The, you sound like a drag race fan to me. Someone who doesn't yeah. know the history yeah. of drag only knows the commercialization of it, which is not my world. So I could understand why you, and it's not most of the world that a lot of these girls that you're seeing now, and you're seeing so many fucking amazing drag queens from all over the goddamn yep. country now. Yeah, you it's, get, so, like, it's so cool. You can have a show that has a girl from San Fran, New York, and LA all in one show. Like that yeah. never happened. Or Vietnam. Or Vietnam. Yeah, like bitch had, bitch had a fucking girl from Vietnam. And I was like, I yeah. would have never seen that performance. Mm-hmm. Had I not seen There are so many silver linings to take away. It's like, it's obviously a shitty situation, but it goes to the resiliency of how drag snapped into digital so fast, but also now how it is emphasizing that community nature. It keeps going back and echoing back to that whole core piece, which is what I think is kind of a nice thing that people are really leaning into now too. Absolutely. Um, Tony, just so you know, you've totally ruined that song for me by the weekend. I cannot listen to it without thinking about you. <laughs> I'll take it. Listen, and I don't, and listen, that's not a compliment. And I that song you. just fell into, a, into a playlist on iTunes. It's the only way I found out about that song. Here, here's the thing, <laughs> Nicole. Just so you know, I don't care for music all that much. So <laughs> being, a dra- being a drag queen is difficult for me because and I have like a Rolodex of 10 numbers and that's pretty much it. If you hear, some, if you hear something he, new, I've had time on my hands. So. He, he did a lip sync to that new weekend song that's, and me and Taco Bay listen to it and we just like roll our eyes and go, God damn it, Tony Soto. It's a good song. <laughs> it's all you see. Yeah, I did yeah. it. I, I, Why I, do you not like music? I don't, I don't really know. I that's wild. I'm more it's of a TV, uh, uh, like audiobook, uh, maybe like sitcom, like kind of person. So, like, if you clean uh, your room, yeah. like, do you not listen to music? Mm-mm. I really only listen to music if I'm working out 
and uh, that's pretty much it. But no, if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm like cleaning or whatever, I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to an audiobook or something. Oh, that's so wild to me. What about yeah. getting into drag? Uh, TV. I'll watch. I'll watch. Uh, whatever. Maybe. What like, about sex? Uh, oh well, that you can't help. You got to turn on. You got to. But honestly, if I could have sex without music, I would prefer to hear every sound you make. Well, if you don't listen to what music, what songs do you put on when you have sex? Do you have just like this no? This one is album? the this is the thing. I don't typically man the music. Like if someone comes over here and I was like, yeah, I have iTunes. Help yourself. <laughs> ah, I have iTunes. Help yourself. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I think that like no matter how much we fight it, we do start becoming our parents. And my mother yeah. only really liked the music from her generation. I love '90s music. Like like if it's from the late '80s, early '90s, I'm into that shit because that's like when I gave a shit about music. But like now, I I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah well i have i have very little culture i'm from illinois you know i've uh oh i get it okay. <laughs> nicole also just like a couple weeks ago uh, one of our listeners also asked us what does tony like you are one of the questions only said so what do you like i'm not <laughs> i'm not i'm not easily impressed by things and i won't no. give you a positive review if i don't think you're entertaining um that's why I was so excited when Nicole Byer agreed to be on the show because I was like, nah, that's a bitch I can get down with because she <laughs> makes good content. But there's people like someone brought up who what it was brought up to me recently. Someone. Oh, Brooke Candy, who I know of, but don't know of. Don't have uh -huh. any don't have any need. And I was ridiculed for not having any culture and not liking Brooke Candy. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, get out of here. <laughs> Wait, Brooke Candy's yeah. fine. She's yeah, fine. She's yeah. fine. You have to love Brooke yeah. Candy to have culture. Yeah, yeah. She's like That's, neo wave. Pop. Yeah, it's You're a fine. real niche artist. And yeah. when I yeah. didn't know her, when I didn't know her, she signed up for Learn the Words, bitch, and she skipped out on the fucking list. She didn't even perform, and I was like, well, well, and I was well. like, Brooke Candy, Brooke Candy. Well, that's a stupid name. Where's Brooke Candy? <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. No, you said in quote, you sure put a lot of thought into that name not to show up. <laughs> that's funny. See, that's funny. I love that you don't know nobody. That's funny. No, it's good. It's good. No, I don't know a lot of people. And listen, I don't know who, I don't know an actor's name. I know what character you play. I, I like, because I'm a soap opera girl. I don't know any of those actors' names, but I know who Todd and Erica Kane are. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm going to call you. <laughs> I'm gross. Uh, who's finishing us up? <laughs> That's me. Let's see. Uh, number three. So this is from Marissa. I work at a grocery store, and I just want you all to know that most people are awful. A lot of customers look past me unless they think I have done something that might put them in danger of catching corona, like asking them if they need help with anything. Please tell your listeners that our jobs suck, but we do them <laughs> so they can eat. Tony is right. Humans suck for the most part. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Um, yeah, that latter <laughs> sentiment is definitely a valid one. It's, are you, are, are it's you, very uh, true. Are you grocery shopping, Nicole? Are you are you going into the grocery stores? I 
I looked at the grocery store like three or four or five weeks ago and it gave me anxiety. Yeah. I, yeah. the people act so poorly in public. Like people were not social yes. distancing. Uh, some old woman touched me on the shoulder to ask me a question and I was like, bitch, I could kill you. So, oh my God. My God. Uh, so, so I've been God. doing Instacart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, tipping a nice amount because the grocery store is so hellish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, this is definitely, uh, it, and I live in a nice area, and we have three groceries. I have three grocery stores within me, and trust me, I've gone to every single one, and everyone looks like pieces of shit there. Yes. Okay? They're all like, miserable. Like, you just, so uh-huh. horrible. And, and, it sucks the life out of you. And the thing is, is, like, uh, everyone who I talk to, like, about, because I talked about this situation multiple times, because this person, Marissa's not the first uh, person since it started to, like, tell tell me that people are awful in grocery stores. But people will always be like, I'm, it's not me. It's not me. I'm not that kind of person. And I was like, well, bitch, it's got to be somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. It totally exhausts you, like, for the rest of the day because of, like, how riled up it gets, at least for me. So, uh, oh, where, 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 like, Chris and I live, there are a couple of, like, hidden gem markets that, like, if you're like local and in the area, I know they're like in the basement of somewhere. It's like a super clean and quarantined off and no one's going there. And it's like a way more lax experience I mean, than like having to wait outside in line, which is very, very this is sometimes. what Yeah, this is what I want people to just realize. And then we're going to go ahead and fucking wrap it up. These people are making like $11, $12 a fucking hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you need to be respectful. So, um, yeah. and the fact that, like, you know, our fucking bullshit administration isn't making any attempt to give them kind of relief. Yeah, fucking smile to them and thank them and, and yep. don't fucking touch them. All right. Yep. Yes. Don't touch them. Yep. Like, wear gloves so like you like i don't know like there's things that we can be doing to help people who work at the fucking grocery store pay with a credit card don't use cash yes don't use cash what's wrong with you don't use cash i saw somebody at target use cash the other day and it gave me a whole spiral and i almost didn't even want that girl to take me out i was like like she's touching money like that being said still pay your drug dealers in cash okay because they (laughs) they prefer (laughs) it um are drug dealers Oh, let's be taking a hit. No, I feel like I feel like people are. I feel like people are. uh, Um, I feel like people are starting to do drugs again, even if it's in their homes (laughs) and even if it's alone. I think. Yeah. People, I've seen the gays tweeting. I rolled by myself last night. I've rolled by myself since this has happened for sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I ate mushrooms the other night and was trying to hug my tree. So like. Taco, Taco Bay and I did acid and painted the other day. Oh, that's fun. That's super fun. Yeah. It I, was really cute. I mean, I would do it again. You have to look at it like, I also look at it like, you know, acid and uh, like Molly and shit or ecstasy is like tested in science to help people feel better. So I'm like, <laughs> why not roll? Nicole, did you have a good time on the Tony Soto show? I did. What a treat. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You want to tell people where they can find you on the social medias? Sure. So my Instagram, it's at Nicole Byer. On the Twitter, it's at Nicole Byer. I don't have a Facebook because I think Facebook is bad. Oh, my God. Me, Um, too. I got rid of mine as well. Yeah, I think it's really awful. I've never cared about anyone I went to high school with. Um, (laughs) I don't want to see your ugly children. I don't care. Um, 
yeah, that's it. And then I have other podcasts. Why won't you date me? Best friends, newcomers, 90 Day Bay and Drag Her. Uh, and then nailed it on Netflix. Listen, wow. listen and watch everything Nicole does. Uh, she's doing good fucking things. Uh, <laughs> Bible. You can find me at BibleGirl666 on Instagram, <laughs> BibleGirl222 on Twitter, and you can find all of your drag queen merchandise needs at dragqueenmerch.com. Absolutely. Support this bitch. She's a small business, small queer business. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Maxwell? Um, I don't really have a lot going on right now. <laughs> it feels really great. Maybe I'll bake something online. I don't know. Do you want to tell people where they can see you online? Hey, wait, where was the millennial moment this week? <gasps> like literally, uh, the 420 episode did not come out, and I and I thought, but I was like, maybe, she, <laughs> and I thought maybe she didn't like it, so I just because assumed you didn't lie. like it. I had a for it will be out next week. It's still <laughs> April. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I won't take a put that offense to that. Uh, uh, don't don't smoke weed, guys. Don't make weed <laughs> waffles on four twenty. Uh, you will forget to post your millennial moment. You will forget that. <laughs> you will forget to post the show that you are that you do. Okay, it's fine. I won't take a person. Listen, isolation, moving. I'm a busy gal. Okay, girl. All right. Those waffles did look delicious, though. They were wild. I felt great. Um, guys, you can listen to me. Uh, well, well, first of all, if you like the Tony Soto Show, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it, like it, rate it, leave a little message telling us how amazing we are. That always helps. Um, you can listen to me on the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie. Tune into that. Um, I am the Tony Soto Show on everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'm on Venmo. Fucking Venmo me money. Yeah, Venmo. Everyone, give your Venmos. Yeah, I'm at Nicole Byer. Fucking Venmo me. Don't request it. I won't pay you anything. <laughs> yeah, she don't want to be your friend on it. She just wants your money. Um, <laughs> until until next week, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you. Yay!